0: Hey guys, Paul Riddick here. Welcome back to another edition of the Baseball Dad Show. Uh, this season, of the Baseball Dad Show, uh, we are changing our format a bit. We are entirely focused on answering your questions during this season. So any question that you might have, um, whether it's about baseball, raising your son, whatever, um, our commitment this season is to answer all of those questions. So you could send them to paul at paulreddickbaseball.com. All the questions are totally anonymous. And what we do is we look at all the questions and a lot of dads have similar questions. So we tend to, you know, we can sometimes group those questions and answer them in one podcast. But please send in your questions. And as we, as I said, our commitment this year is to answer all the questions that you send in. So this week's question is about a new coach taking over the reins and organizing practices and leading practices for the first time. It's a pretty common question we get at this time of the year as it kind of turns into spring. Um, So um, cracking my knuckles. So I'll admit this as a coach. I am an instructor's instructor. Um, if I look back over my coaching career, I don't actively coach any teams right now. I'm mostly working um, individually with players, not even really in skills, more of mentoring players and, and doing peak performance coaching and, um, and that type of work. But um, if I never coached another game, um, I'd be totally fine. If it were just all practices, like I am an instructor's instructor. I like the, uh, the ability to work with players and, and helping them develop new skills and watching them acquire the confidence that uh, n- developing new skills comes with. And that, that's really for me what the juice is. I, I kind of, game days were not the greatest for me because I always felt like, you know, I couldn't do my thing. What I really want to do is like to, to work and to instruct players. So um, organizing a great practice is just uh, something that warms my heart. So um, here's what I'll say about what I think the modern day um, approach to practice is. Practices are way, way too long. Um, I I hear like these two, two and a half hour practices. Um, The guy who gave me my first coaching job, a guy named Jack Burns, educated me very, very early on on a coach has to to run a great practice. The coach has to be prepared and organized. Now, practices go too long because the coach is not prepared. And prepared means... Are they prepared with what they want to work on? Do they know what they want to do? And do they know what they're doing? Like, do they have a good foundation in what they're teaching? So sometimes practices go long because the coach, you know, isn't very good at communicating what he needs to communicate for, you know, to, to his players. So part of that is you developing your knowledge as a coach. And it doesn't mean you have to be the greatest coach in the world. It just means what you're going to work on that day. You really want to have spent some time with it. Um, and the second thing that makes practices way too long and boring is organization where the coach didn't come in with a really clear plan of what they wanted to accomplish and what was realistic to accomplish in a time frame so here's how um I look at a practice. So there's going to be a period of time where you're going to be doing your warm-up and stretching, right? So warm-up, stretching, throwing. I would have, um, I think it's always great to have some kind of fundamental series, be that a defensive fundamental series or an infield-outfield or something that kind of gets the fundamentals going and gets the team going in some kind of uh, of way. So that's, that's important to me. I think that's a great thing to always be kind of in that flow. And then, so usually that would probably take you about a half hour into practice. And then I would spend the next 15 minutes to a half hour working on one specific thing and that was always my intent i wanted to go into a practice to work and to fully work on one aspect of the game so maybe that's bunt defense. Maybe that's base running. Maybe that's first and third defense. Maybe that's relays and cutoffs. Or, you know, maybe that's um, infield outfield um, communication on fly balls. Maybe it's um, pop-ups or or situational play. Whatever it is, whatever we're working on. I only wanted to work on one thing. I didn't want to work on first and third defense, bunt defense, and infield communication on pop-ups or something like that. I didn't want to do all that, right? I wanted to do one thing. So I would have one aspect of your practice that's 15 minutes to a half hour where you're going to dive into and really work on one thing. That's where you have to be prepared, right? And that's actually helps in preparation. So if you're going to work on like base running, you could, you can spend some time prepping for what you want to teach in base running, right? Now, let me say this too, when it comes to something like base running, you're probably not going to cover everything in base running in one 15 to 30 minute session, right? So maybe you can work on getting out of the box, uh, running down on a ground ball, running down on a, on, on what will be a, a routine single, what would be a, what could possibly a single that would turn into a double running to first base on what would be a guaranteed extra base hit, et cetera, et cetera. So there's lots of resources to help you get prepared for that. Um, and then you would go into your offensive series. And I always wanted my offensive series to like my batting practice to be as live as possible. So there there would be a live BP with a live pitcher. There would be stations of everything that we do in batting practice is something being thrown at the hitter. We're not doing any T work, any drill work like that. So it's always gonna be the hitter reading a pitch, reading something being thrown at them. Um, And then I would wrap up with review. I think it's always important to wrap up with a review of what you covered. Um, excuse me, in practice. And then I would always end with something fun. Like we do relay races, running bases, something five or 10 minutes, right? Some kind of competition, something that bonds a team, but something that ends on a fun note. You should be able to do all that in an hour and 20 minutes to an hour and a half. And I would not do more than that in practice. Uh, I just wouldn't. And there's, there's nothing that can kill morale. There's nothing that can uh, kind of kill a spirit of a team if they know they're going into practice is going to be this long drawn out thing. I want a practice that is constantly flowing and constantly in movement, and and players can feel when a coach is prepared and when a coach is organized. So that is really simple. Warm up, uh, throwing, <clears throat> um, uh, and then and then into some kind of a, in some kind of skill work. Some infield, outfield. One major piece that you're going to instruct into your offensive and hitting um, batting practice segment. Um, review and wrap up the uh, the practice and then do something fun to end it. That to me would make for a great, great practice. So again, send in your questions. We're gonna answer them all here this season on the Baseball Dads Show. And, and thanks for listening and, and send in all of your questions. And we cannot wait to get to all of them this year. Thanks. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanna let you know I have a new book out specifically for Baseball Dads. And I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's BaseballDadsBook.com. Thanks.